Reformed and Evangelical, Confessional and Missional. Welcome to Creeds and Deeds. Remember not our past sins. Let your compassion be swift to meet us, for we have been brought very low. Help us, O God, our Savior, for the glory of your name. Deliver us and forgive us our sins for your name's sake. Why should the heathen say, Where is their God? Let it be known among the heathen and in our sight that you avenge the shedding of your servant's blood. Let the sorrowful sighing of the prisoners come before you, and by your great might spare those who are condemned to die. May the revilings of which, with which they reviled you, O Lord, return sevenfold into their bosoms. For we are your people and the sheep of your pasture. We will give you thanks forever and show forth your praise from age to age. The word of the Lord from Psalm 79, verses 9 through 13. Westminster Shorter Catechism, question 24. How does Christ execute the office of a prophet? Answer. Christ executes the office of a prophet in revealing to us by his word and spirit the will of God for our salvation. Hear the word of the Lord from the Gospel of Luke, chapter 4, beginning at verse 16. And he came to Nazareth, where he had been brought up. And as was his custom, he went to the synagogue on the Sabbath day, and stood, he stood up to read. And the scroll of the prophet Isaiah was given to him. He unrolled the scroll and found the place where it was written, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, because he has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim liberty to the captives and recovering of sight to the blind, to set at liberty those who are oppressed, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. And he rolled up the scroll and gave it back to the attendant and sat down. And the eyes of all of the synagogue were fixed on him. And he began to say to them, Today this scripture has been fulfilled in your hearing. And all spoke well of him and marveled at the gracious words that were coming from his mouth. And they said, Is this not Joseph's son? And he said to them, Doubtless you will quote to me this proverb, Physician, heal yourself. What we have heard you did at Capernaum, do here in your hometown as well. And he said, Truly, I say to you, no prophet is acceptable in his hometown. But in truth, I tell you, there were many widows in Israel in the days of Elijah, when the heavens were shut up for three years and six months, and a great famine came over all the land, and Elijah was sent to none of them, but only to Zarephath, in the land of Sidon, to a woman who was a widow. And there were many lepers in Israel at the time of the prophet Elisha, but none of them was cleansed, only Naaman the Syrian. 
And when they heard these things, all in the synagogue were filled with wrath. And they rose up and drove him out of the town and brought him to the brow of the hill on which their town was built, so that they could throw him off the cliff. But passing through their midst, he went away. The grass withers and the flowers fade, but the word of our Lord stands forever. Spiritual Sacrifices Ye also, as lively stones, are built up to a spiritual house, a holy priesthood, to offer up spiritual sacrifices, acceptable to God by Jesus Christ. 1 Peter 2 verse 5 Christians are a priesthood with respect to their offerings to God. The principal part of the work of the priests of the old was to offer sacrifices and to burn incense. As the priests of old offered sacrifice, so the work of Christians is to offer up spiritual sacrifices to God. Christians offer up their own hearts to God in sacrifice. They dedicate themselves to God. The Christian gives himself to God freely as of mere choice. He does it heartily. He desires to be God's and to belong to no other. He gives all the faculties of his soul to God. He gives God his heart, and it is offered to God as a sacrifice. A sacrifice, before it can be offered, must be wounded and slain. Therefore, the heart of a true Christian must first be wounded by a sense of sin, of the great evil and danger of it, and is slain with godly sorrow and true repentance. When the heart truly repents, it dies unto sin. Repentance is compared unto death in the word of God, knowing this, that our old man is crucified with him, that the body of sin might be destroyed, that henceforth we should not serve sin. For he that is dead is freed from sin. Now, if we be dead with Christ, we believe that we shall also live with him. Likewise, reckon ye also yourselves to be dead indeed unto sin, but alive unto God through Christ, Jesus Christ our Lord. Romans 6, verses 6 through 9. As Christ, when he was offered, was bro- offered broken upon the cross, so there is some likeness to this when a soul is converted. The broken is offered to God, slain and broken. From Christians, a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people. By Jonathan Edwards, page 942 through 943. Now will you join me in prayer as I pray by reading the Convicting Spirit from the Valley of Vision devotional prayers. Let's pray. Thou blessed Spirit, author of all grace and comfort, come, work repentance in my soul. Represent sin to me in its odious colors that I may hate it. Melt my heart by the majesty and mercy of God. Show me my ruined self and the help there is in him. Teach me to behold my creator, his ability to save, his arms outstretched, his heart big for me. May I confide in his power and love. Commit my soul to him without reserve. Bear his image, observe his laws, pursue his service, and be through time and eternity 
a monument to the efficacy of his grace, a trophy of his victory. Make me willing to be saved in his way, perceiving nothing in myself, but all in Jesus. Help me not only to receive him, but to walk in him, depend upon him, commune with him, be conformed to him, follow him, imperfect but still pressing forward, not complaining of labor, but valuing rest, not murmuring under trials, but thankful for my state. Give me that faith, which is the means of salvation, and the principle and medium of all godliness. May I be saved by grace through faith, live by faith, feel the joy of faith, do the work of faith, perceiving nothing in myself, may I find Christ, wisdom, righteousness, sanctification, redemption. And now, together with the saints, we pray, Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts, as we also have forgiven our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. Now join me in the Nicene Creed. So let me start by asking you, Christian, what do you believe? I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and of all things visible and invisible, and in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, begotten of the Father before all worlds, God of God, light of light, very God of very God, begotten, not made, being one substance with the Father, by whom all things were made, who for us men and for our salvation came down from heaven and was incarnate by the Holy Ghost of the Virgin Mary, was made man and was crucified also for us under Pontius Pilate. He suffered and was buried, and on the third day he rose again, according to the scriptures, and ascended into heaven, and sitteth at the right hand of God, and he shall come again with glory to judge the quick and the dead, whose kingdom shall have no end. And I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Lord and giver of life, who proceedeth from the Father and the Son, who, with the Father and Son, together is worshipped and glorified, who spoke by the prophets. And I believe in one holy, catholic, and apostolic church. I acknowledge one baptism for the remission of sins, and I look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen.